Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 65, and a very special episode indeed. We are we're growing. We're making moves on this podcast. We have yet another correspondent. And probably not who you would expect, but I think a lot of you are going to be excited because I saw in comments of a previous video that you guys know who this person is. We recently talked about Zav Girl, who is a true crime YouTuber who is pretty much the epitome of what not to do in true crime. And we talked about that in another episode. You can check that out. In the comments, a lot of you guys were saying, well, this is someone who does true crime right and who has been doing it for a long time. And that is Bose. And coincidentally, I was like, oh my God, I know Bose. That bitch has been texting me nonstop about this fucking Ariana Grande thing, weirdly enough. So today's topic, um, I know I did just mention literally last episode <laughs> that I was not interested and I didn't really want to talk about it. But we're wrong often on this show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not wrong often, we change our mind often. That's what it is. You know, normalize changing your mind when presented with new information. I'm saying. But um, yeah, so Bose is coming on to talk about Ariana Grande's divorce, but not specifically the, the divorce aspect of it. We're talking about how she um, has basically broken up. Um, I was going to call him SpongeBob, but his name is Ethan Slater. And I, I don't want to give anything else away, but basically Jesse and Bose have both been in my ear all week about how they are so passionate about this topic. And I didn't know that much about it. And I'm going to learn more. We're basically having a girl's FaceTime talking about what the fuck is going on with Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. That's basically what you're about to see. It's not correct, like super correct. formal. We're not like laying out the bullet points. We're just being like, yo, what the hell? And then like talking through it, which I think was very healing for me, even though I'm not involved in this at all. <laughs> but it just, I feel better. I feel like you and Bose both needed it to happen. And honestly, I now so. I do understand why people are so heated about it. So I think we all learned something. Cut, cut, to, cut to the special correspondent. Uh, we'll just let our conversation do the talking. Without further ado, here's our special, I, this is our second special correspondent ever. It's not an interview. Otherwise I would say it's like our- Oh, I was about to say who, but yeah, but Nick. Nick yeah. was our Deaf Noodles correspondent. And now, and now we have Ariana Grande. Our, I was gonna say, now we have our Ariana Grande uh, correspondent. Everyone, here's Bose. There's imagine applause. Like, imagine applause. applause. Dude, I, I never thought that I'd be considered an Ariana Grande correspondent, but I'm here and I'm very passionate. I was screaming crazy shit in the closet beforehand just to like get it off my chest so that I didn't say anything too wild <laughs> on here. You know what I mean? It's funny because honestly, of all of the things that we discuss, I feel like celebrity pop culture isn't usually very high up on the list. And you guys, Bose has not stopped texting me about this whole divorce thing in like over a week. It's been non-stop I'm and like I've been Lily, so confused how are you not up to date on this <laughs> literally it's pretty rare that you're completely clueless on something and for some reason you are kind of clueless on this situation a little bit it's not that I'm clueless I think I just like don't care yeah <laughs> yes that that is it pretty much but um I also feel like the two of you aren't usually super invested in the celebrity stuff but you're both so passionate about it dude the the way that this has turned out into like the vastness of it and the the pattern of behavior mm. is so much that it's so astounding like you look at it you're like oh she did this that's bad oh she did it with him too oh with him too oh my god him like that's that's been my brain for the past yeah. like three days like this isn't just a celebrity divorce breakup drama this is a psychological pattern of an a-list celebrity that literally had it all i mean when you say a-list i'm talking triple a over here baby if i had ariana grande status and money i i would just be walking around like I would be like the most like perfect little being but like 
How could she do this? It does give me a little bit of like try guy vibes where I'm like, why would you like self-sabotage? Like you had everything. Why would you do this? Yeah. Well, where do we even, I don't know where to start with it. For people that know, like assume our viewers know nothing. Where would you start to explain how we got here today at this SpongeBob musical, Ethan Slater character, who is just taking over my free page. Where and would driving you me start insane. and then you throw in SpongeBob musical? Okay, okay well, <laughs> dude, I can give you guys the rundown on it, but it's kind of... Do it. I don't know. Let's hear is... it, special correspondent. Okay. All right. So, you know, a lot of us were up to date when Ariana Grande was dating Pete Davidson, right? Like, I mean, we were all yes. like, whoa, do we love this? Do we hate it? Well, we'll take it, right? I loved it. Yeah, especially after like the whole Mac Miller like situation, we were like, mm, okay. And she had like a huge fan base, like everything's kind of all right, right? Well, she goes through, you know, Pete Davidson. I think she might have had another relationship in between. Jesse, do you know before Dalton? I don't know on a severity level, like about to get married. And then obviously she married Dalton. I think that was it. She might have like on the low been spotted making out with someone or something, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think know- publicly that was the, that's the Yeah, line. I think like her relate, yeah, serious relationship, that was it. Yeah, well, we know the commenters are gonna know. Bro, when, when Pete was going on, it was crazy. They had moved in together. They had matching tattoos together. Okay, but he does that with Loki, everybody. The I was Kim just going to say, yeah, didn't, the didn't children she do that with the most recent guy? Yeah, too? he's just a little unhinged. I don't know. Okay, so we go through that whole relationship and then suddenly, boom, out of nowhere, she marries Dalton Gomez, which for lack of a better term, some people say he's like a normie, right? He's like a real estate agent. Honestly, I think he's kind of hot. I don't know how you guys feel about it. He looks super familiar. Like, I feel like I he know someone like a child that like me. is went to high school with me or something. I remember seeing her getting married to Dalton. And when I saw she got married, I was like, oh, shit, who is it? And then I saw him and I was just like, oh, interesting. Like, he just looks like every other kid in Florida that I knew. Well, like, I don't know. Okay, but true, she's from Florida. So this is like right. such an Ariana she guy. Is? Yeah, she's from, I think, Boca Raton in Florida. Yeah, she oh, is. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not really a game changer, but it does add some context. Why? Just because she's from Florida? We change, Lily. We grew up to be better people. Yeah, the title of this video is now Florida Woman Divorces Husband and Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> so she marries Dalton and we're all like, Okay, so I guess she's she's like a stable girly. Like, you know, she's done with the whirlwind romance. And like, that's the perception I feel like it gave a lot of people. And then she's just off in her quiet relationship. Like there's Ariana fan accounts that were watching it pretty closely. But for the most part, to the public, we're like, okay, she settled down. He's a good boy. And then suddenly there's whoa, murder. Whoa, 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 whoa. But wait, important context that that all happened during quarantine. Oh, yeah. Not them staying together because they had to. No, no, <laughs> not not like that. But I, it kind of feels like maybe they had this like, like they weren't in the public eye as much as she has been with everyone else. She didn't True. have a bunch of events Because nobody was. Yeah, yeah. And they that. were kind of off by themselves. Because even before that, like what she was going to marry Pete. Like it seemed like she was ready to settle down. And then that was my thing. It seemed like she really wanted to be married and have that kind of life. And it just didn't work out with Pete which she wrote like so many like really intense songs about like still kind of being wrapped up in Mac and stuff or just like having the thought of all of that, whatever. That I was like, damn, I totally get why she didn't marry Pete. I get it. And then she married Dalton. I was like, oh, good for her. She got like what she wanted. But I'm not a super Ariana stan. So I didn't like watch it very closely. And again, I don't think anybody was doing anything. Well, I think they were pretty private about it for the most part. But that's also because they didn't like they would have had to be posting stuff themselves. It wasn't like no one was a fly on the wall in that relationship. And even I feel like the marriage like really 
caught everyone off guard. It was like, wait, she's even dating someone? I mean, honestly, I said that when she got divorced, but um, continue, sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, and also, wait, I wanna lend a little bit of context or understanding to part of Ariana's situation because let's not forget the really crazy stuff. One, she dates Mac Miller, who I believe she was genuinely wildly, wildly in love with, you know? And then when he passed, I mean, people were blaming her. She lost somebody that she was, you know, close to at one point. Like they broke up before he passed, didn't? Yes. Yeah, they did. And so that's why they blamed her. But even though they broke up, there was still like when the whole like terrorist attack or whatever Manchester, happened, yeah. like he, yeah, they, I don't even think they were necessarily even together. I'm not sure about that. Time. Like he would always be there for her and yeah. they were very close regardless, mm-hmm. even though they would date other people. So they always had that bond. And you know, lending back to what Jesse said, the other thing too, the Manchester bombing. Oh my God. Like, let us not forget that music and touring, that excitement, that rush, that giving back to her fans, it's ruined for her now. The level of PTSD that she had after that situation is unreal like I mean children passed away in that like it's it's really insane and so in my opinion like even though don't get me wrong I'm not happy with Ariana right now I do want to say that I believe she lost that excitement and that passion for music and her fans which imagine the heights of that that excitement back in the day when she was doing those shows it's gone now she can never like do that again and so now her new form of excitement is love like having this addiction to love and these intense fast relationships She doesn't really know what else to do. Because even before I feel like she was diving into all the relationships, after Manchester, didn't she put out like three albums in like a year? Yeah. Like, and they were all hits. Like everything was amazing. Yeah. So I think the touring part was like totally ruined for her and like performing. But she then tried to like focus all of her energy into just music and work. And then it seemed like she did that. And then it was like, okay, now what? And then it seemed like the next step on her list was like, okay, get married. Yeah. And then she just needed to find the right guy. And apparently that seemed to be Dalton, but apparently not anymore. Oh, yeah. He seemed like the good guy. So, you know, we start hearing these murmurs that they're possibly going through a divorce. I feel like supposedly it happened around January, but we really started hearing it heavy around like May to June because that's when I started digging around because I was like, huh, a year or a year and a half for a relationship? That's pretty... I was like, that's pretty short, girl. And then boom, out of nowhere is when we start hearing about Ethan Slater. Ethan Slater's I'm ready looking ass who, somebody left a comment (laughs) the other day that literally said, why does Ethan Slater always look like somebody's about to hand him a really big lollipop? And I cannot (laughs) see it. Oh, the way that I would never, if, like, how is Ariana continuing to have intercourse, allegedly, with this man after the memes that have come out? But also, back up for a sec. So, TMZ came out with that article. I don't think it's not true because I feel like she would have said something by now. And also I don't think the um, wife of this other guy would have been making a bunch of public statements about it. But it's not like there's been like pictures of them like canoodling or like, I feel like what, there's no proof. Well, the way they met, we should get into how they even like cross paths in life. Oh, should we introduce who he is? (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, whoops. So Ethan Slater, he is a musical theater guy. He's a Broadway actor. He's SpongeBob. We have to just lead with that. He was SpongeBob or is SpongeBob and the clips that have been circulating TikTok haunt me in my dreams. I don't know how Ariana like literally was able to see that and not get so much ick that like she could never approach him. Honestly, my biggest question regarding the SpongeBob aspect of it is why does 
Why isn't he a sponge? Okay. I literally, I was like, not even the outfit. Like, I know that SpongeBob has like a tie. We could barely see it because it's just at the bottom of his square. So like, what the fuck are we doing here right now? Like, it literally was so disturbing. I thought the same thing. Put him in a box like that Finding Nemo or put make him get a puppet or some shit. It, it, it seemed like something know. was like, the, the interpretation seemed off. Oh my God. My favorite, I have to find it. It's a clip of him brushing Gary's teeth, but it's like he brushes his eyeball by mistake and people were just caught. Like people have literally been nitpicking every performance. But he's talking about like, I wake up and brush my teeth. And then he goes and brushes Gary's eyeballs. He's always extra careful with his dental hygiene. Gary, it's me. Happy just to be here in the world renowned. Bikini bottom, how I love this. Town. They're like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Are all the other characters not what they are in there? No, Gary's actually Gary. Gary's a snail. Mr. Krabs had claws. That what about like Patrick? Is that just a person? I don't know, but it's bad. It's the, the whole thing is that it's so comically bad that people are clowning him for it. But that's not how she met him, I don't think. No. They actually met on the set of Wicked, mm -hmm. which is a very, very popular musical. I have seen it at least three times on Broadway, I think. And she is playing the part of Glinda. He is playing who? That I'm unclear on. He was playing the guy that is like in love with Ariana's character and then eventually turns into the Tin Man. But like Ariana's character like constantly like pushes him away or something. I'm not familiar uh, with the play. I just know But that so one. they do have a lot of scenes got together. You. Yeah, yeah. And it got a little too real when Ariana and Ethan were supposed to be working. I would never hire them again. So I know that there's one thing that Jesse was leery to even mention, but I feel like it's an important aspect that we need to discuss here. What is it, Lily? It's your opinion, not mine. All opinions are Lily's and Lily's own. <laughs> And Bo's opinion, <laughs> not mine. I don't stand for any of this. It seems, I mean, I'm not gonna go through Ariana's relationship history and say that she has only been attracted to like gorgeous men, <laughs> but a lot of, she has had an interesting track record, but teach their own, whatever you're into. This one, I think, caught a lot of people by surprise, though, because not only is she just dating this guy, one, he was SpongeBob, which that kind of does add some weird Knocks him to down it. like yeah, several yeah. notches. But um, more so because he's married with a child. Oh, so, like, yeah. the fact that it was worth it to, like, be that much of a home wrecker. I don't really even like that term because it's like he wrecked the home. She did not wreck the home. Now, in this case, I don't well, know. Well, she handed him the hammer. <laughs> Jesse, I don't know if you feel this way. Like this is such a broad statement, but I think for a lot of, okay, I don't know how else to say this. I think it's so shocking to us because we're like, oh my God, like Ariana, where is the self-worth meter here? Like you want like a married man that's willing to cheat after 10 years? Right. It's oh, crazy. That, that aspect of it. Oh, you That is literally <laughs> the insanity of this all. That is the fucking craziness. So he is, he had been married. Um, he is now separated from his wife, but they had been married high school sweethearts. This literally makes me want to stab my eyes out with pencils. High school sweethearts mm -hmm. for 10 years. They just had a child a year ago. He just posted an Instagram post in May talking about what a beautiful and wonderful mother he and she like she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Ariana Grande liked it. Um, yeah, and several other posts that he had about his wife. And the fact that she found out she says literally, I think she found out like a day before it hit like tabloids. Like that's how mm -hmm. soon it was for her or something along those lines. Like I don't think she knew. I, what I the saw fuck a headline that she was blindsided. She was blindsided yeah. of the separation. But from what I did read and what recently came out, they apparently had been canoodling and seen having this affair because a lot of like the theater people noticed that they were like literally holding hands on set allegedly. <gasps> and like it was all this crazy shit that was super out in the open. They were not shy about it. And the wife ended up finding 
out about that. He had like promised her, this is all what's coming out now. We don't know for sure, but this is what she's alleging. That she, they had basically like stopped that. Like she was like, stop this bullshit. Like we're not doing yeah. this. And then he continued on with the affair with Ariana and then officially left his wife. Just like piggybacking off of what Jesse said. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that like I'm on a corporate meeting. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, when I was reading about that, it seems like Lily and Ariana were friends. Like Ariana was coming over and holding their baby, their newborn, and saying like, Ariana, meet me in the yes, fucking yes, public yes. parking lot right now behind my fucking house. I swear I would have to <laughs> fight. There's no going out of that without fighting. You would just have to. Yes. And, and you know what, Jesse? I think this is why some women are so passionate about this because we've either dealt with a homewrecker, we've almost dealt with a homewrecker, or we've dated a guy that we know would uh, let it home. You know, like so many of us have been so close to the situation and like we would lose our mind if an Ariana came in and took our man, period. And like, it is what it is. Well, and I think that's the thing. It's like, it's normally I would be like, well, I mean, homewrecker or is it like the guy's fucking up their relationship? Don't blame it all. I mean, yes, true. She true. knew about it. But when it's Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater, you're like, he wasn't leaving her for this random person on the street. Like he left her for Ariana Grande. That, that and is there's why always like this, like theory of hall passes. And you always have those like conversations with your spouse or whatever. You're like, oh, who's your hall pass or whatever. You don't actually expect them to fucking come up and scoop up your man. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> Also, dude, can you imagine Lily J finally has her baby, you know, probably gets through like, you know, the postpartum if she had it or something. Her husband's about to go embark on this major role. Like he's going to provide for the family. He's doing a big move. Like this is so exciting, right? And then this, like she, like, yes, she was blindsided. But yeah, bro, Ariana's over at their house holding the baby, looking at Lily and Ethan and saying, wow, your baby's so precious. I want to have a family myself one day. I think I'll just take yours. Like that's literally what was happening behind the scenes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, That was, you know, quoted in some article, but yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. You could actually see, like, Ariana liking Ethan's pose. She was hanging out with them, allegedly. Um, And that's just crazy to me. So one thing that Internet Sleuths kind of figured out was around the time of April or May, Ariana randomly unliked all of Ethan's photos and unfollowed him. So to us, social media people, this signifies that somebody got blocked and it looks like Ariana had blocked him at one point and it actually lined up with the time that Lily came to the UK and found out about the affair and then suddenly you know Ethan's quote blocked that's just what it looked like all the photos are unliked and she thinks the affair is over and then somehow it starts up again I personally I think that Ariana is a woman that validates herself by just taking other people's men. Like she feels like she's worth it if he's willing to publicly hold hands with her, laugh with her on set. In my opinion, I know this is gonna sound crazy, like conspiracy bills coming in hot, but it was so shocking to me when he pushed for the divorce. Like give it a couple weeks, give it a few months to breathe or something. And I'm like, well, what if that's part of Ariana needing validation that she's like, you have to leave your wife for me. You have to show me how much you love me. Show me how much you care. Because this is how people like that operate sometimes. Is he pushing for the divorce? He just did. It just filed like two days ago or something. Does he think that this is a long-term thing? That is the thing that I'm like, this is so embarrassing for him because I know the type of like woman that Ariana is. And I've seen many Arianas in my day. She got you. 
Your wife is gone. She's probably going to go turn into a bad bitch in a corner. Not that she isn't already, but she's going to go live her life and do great. And you're going to be stuck with Ethan Slater and he's still going to be SpongeBob. And then you're going to be like, you know what? Actually, ew, never mind. Like, I'm not going to do this and I'm over you and I'm bored because Ariana does get bored a lot, it seems. Like, she's just like over it once she gets the person. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to be left with his life in fucking shambles. And it's all fun and games until you really realize this is... He has a child with this person. This is so fucking sad. Well, that's what's so crazy. It's like, it already would be bad if he was cheating on her and their relationship is getting blown up anyway. But then the fact that she like, literally was liking like Mother's Day posts and shit like that. That brings it to a whole nother level of like, it mm. does, it does. And it's probably such an insane feeling of betrayal. And also just to know, like mm. for people who want to judge, you know, her for forgiving him after the initial affair, allegedly, she was, according to this timeline, like still postpartum and like even fresher when she would have found out about the first affair, that feeling of like wanting to hang on for your child and this person you've known for so long. Like I can't imagine her like hurt in wanting to fight for her family. Putting her feelings aside for her baby. Yeah, for sure. And then you would think that this is an isolated incident, but it's absolutely not because it's since come out that literally every other relationship she has been in, Pete Davidson, Mac Miller, Dalton Gomez, this has been the same thing. There has been women who have been dumped and then next day have seen in the news that that person, Pete Davidson, Mac Miller, whoever, is now dating Ariana Grande. Dalton Gomez's ex had posted like a TikTok or something being like, when your ex dumps you and now he's dating Ariana Grande. Like literally, it's just like immediate asking or, and then she has the song, break up with your girlfriend because I'm bored. It's just also oh, bad. Oh yeah, because you know, when that song came out, honestly, Jesse, I don't know about you, but I was I was like, okay, this is a bop. I'm like, these <laughs> lyrics are a little weird, but like, yeah, it did seem like a little toxic, but it was so like catchy that I was like, okay, I like it. That aspect of it, I, because I, I I knew that there was like her relationships did seem to kind of overlap, but I didn't know the aspect of it where it was like the relationships overlap, but then they had relationships already. The way that Pete Davidson dropped Cassie David for Ariana was heartbreaking. They had done interviews like in the years prior about how in love they were like talking about like, you know, getting married, stuff like that. That was almost the most stable I've ever seen Pete Davidson, you know? And then it just out of nowhere, it, there is not only a pattern of her taking somebody that's already in a relationship, but there's always a pattern of the woman being devastated. And there's always a pattern of Ariana acting like she hasn't done anything wrong, but in the woman is blindsided and devastated. It's over and over. And it almost makes me wonder, it's like, girl, did something happen when you were younger? Are you like repeating this trauma like on other people? Did something happen with your family? Because like, this is such an odd pattern to repeat. I'm talking what, five times at this point? Yeah, literally, no, yeah. And I'm thinking of another one, Big Sean, Naya Rivera was oh. engaged to yeah. him yeah. and she yeah. said that she alleged che actual cheating like she was like that ariana was like going over the house when they were still engaged or something like that mm -hmm. well yeah because the other ones aren't public figures are they i mean they were very publicly dating i think but, like, like with uh Pete no Davidson one is listening stuff. to them as much as they did naya rivera per se. i don't think so no but like it's this weird ass thing where i cannot find a man she's gotten kosherly like it's just every yeah. man that she's gotten i'm like those are really bad circumstances to find a man what is going on here like why is this happening i didn't think like i did see that he had been married and all that stuff and i didn't really know what this all was about but the more and more that came out it didn't feel like picking on ariana grande or just being like oh like what the hell is i like literally it's like girl what are you doing and you need yeah. to be like humbled for this like you need to stop like please stop taking people's man we beg please don't come to my house yeah it's really you 
got a man, watch out. Oh, also, I, you know, I hate to get like all like spiritual on y'all for a second, but I'm a firm believer that if you have bad habits, like let's say you're like a raging alcoholic or maybe you're, you're like an abusive partner or whatever. I feel like you constantly have these situations in life where life will whisper at you, hey, you're screwing up. It'll give you these little moments, you know, where maybe you embarrass yourself or something bad happens. But a lot of times people don't listen. And when you don't listen to all the little whispers that are coming up, it will start screaming at you. And that's exactly what I think is happening to Ariana now. She needs psychological help. And she knew this. She wrote a song about it. She knew exactly what she was doing, but there were no repercussions. There was none, not a single one. And now the big repercussion is coming because it's just like the veil has been lifted off of her. Like, I'm curious if Ariana fans can ever look at her the same way again. Well, because rest assured, she can and will come for yours too. Like whoever's defending her, it's just like, it's become increasingly more popular and acceptable to be a girl's girl. Whereas before it used to be like, oh, you're just like trying hard, whatever. She's whatever the fucking opposite of that is. Like, Are mm -hmm. you coincidentally using that term or did you see the headline that that is what Lily J referred to her as or oh, no. didn't refer didn't to her? She, it's in quotes, I believe, that says that she is, she's not a girl's girl. She's not. Mm -hmm. Dude, she's really fucking not. Like she's not someone... And here's the thing, Jeanette McCurdy tried to tell us and nobody was listening. Do you guys not remember when Jeanette McCurdy tried to talk about how Ariana really was? Jeanette had a skit and I don't remember what the context of her releasing this skit, I have to find it. It was someone who was Ariana, it was playing Ariana and she was basically playing the most obnoxious, inconsiderate girl you can imagine that was just like, oh, it's me, I'm everything and everybody has to listen to me. And like very like obnoxiously, um, like full of And herself. was this before the book? came out? It was way before oh, the book. Okay. Years oh, before wow. the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jennifer Curdy had, and they had a show together, if you guys don't know, but it's just interesting how little tidbits have been available to like for everyone to see, but I guess nobody was really, like nobody really cared. I feel like for the most part, at least in recent years, Ariana has had a relatively good, like she's been pretty fine in public standing with everyone, but that was only after she recovered from the... <laughs> I hate him. What did you say? Like, I hate America when she licked the donut. I heard about that, but I never saw it. She oh licked a donut God, and said, I so hate dumb. America. You don't remember that? It's security footage. It was when yeah. she was dating um, one of her dancers who I would love to look up that one and see if she stole him <laughs> from a relationship too. It's like her, a dancer, and probably two other dancers. I think they're probably on tour and they go into a donut shop and they had like a tray of them on the counter and there's no workers out there. And the security camera catches her like going up and licking one of them. She like puts her tongue on one. I think she's just like looking at the menu or something and says like, oh, I hate America. Something insinuating that it's like <laughs> gross in America because everything's so like fattening and I don't know. Yeah, but you're gonna lick a donut and put it back? You nasty. But that didn't even get people as much as the America thing did. That was like, she might as well have burned the flag. You can lick the donut, <laughs> but I draw the line on America. <laughs> yeah, dude, Kid Rock is like shooting a cardboard cutout. <laughs> it's, I would pull it up but it's really not that damning of a video. It's like, she literally goes up and there's you know, I think uh, I think it's become blatantly obvious now that Ariana's a pick me girl. I was gonna say that it's interesting because that she had to do such like a 180 with her whole image because that like everyone was like, oh, she's a little bitch. We don't like her anymore. And I can vividly remember when she did start to make that 180. It was when she went on James Corden. I think the rumor was that she used to like order people to carry her everywhere, and oh, she does that yeah, whole little sketch that. where she's like, I'm Ariana Grande coming through. And she's like on his back and like literally getting carried everywhere. And I remember seeing yeah. it and be like, 
Oh, that's really funny. I, I appreciate that a lot. I could almost like actually see her. Like, I know it's a joke that she asks people to carry her. Probably not like, oh, I'm the princess. But have you guys ever seen that girl on TikTok that does the pick me no. sketches? Oh, wait, maybe. Half of them are about her being like, I'm so tiny. I bet you couldn't pick me up. Can you pick me up? Oh my God. Like that is like some pick me girl shit. Like, okay. Also, I am an expert on this because I'm a retired pick me girl. Okay. I've talked about this before. I'm a retired <laughs> pick me girl. Retired because you know what I hung up my coat about five or six years ago guess what I got picked and I found out that men are fucking dumb okay like that's it just is what it is bro so I can smell a pick me from a mile away and you know what's so interesting I really think that the woman on the other end is a massive part of the dynamic and I just don't understand it like it's so fascinating because this is a combination of it like love addiction, which is absolutely what she is. People that are love addicts, they jump from relationship to relationship. They say anything and everything to make it the most exciting, like full technicolor. Like it's like your heart's racing, everything's exciting. And then they get bored and they kind of like move on, which is also why I believe personally that Ariana's probably saying a lot of stuff to Ethan Slater that he's never heard before from like a pretty, like a super pretty girl. Like she's pulling out all the stops. Not saying Lily J like isn't a beautiful woman that's been like a wonderful wife but when Ariana's just pulling stuff out of her ass to seem like romantic and like this is real this is like a, a passion a passionate fiery burning thing he's eating it up as much as I hate to interrupt our conversation with Bose because we're vibing, we're spilling the tea, we're getting into it. We do have to take a quick break to thank our sponsor of this episode but before we do Lily has something she'd like to tell you. Yes ask actually. Le esta gustando mi podcast? Wow, amazing. If you couldn't tell, today's episode is sponsored by Babbel. I have only just started, don't worry. <laughs> As the wife of a foreign person, I know that the first best way to learn a new language is through immersion, right? So if you live somewhere and everyone else is speaking that language, it makes it a lot easier to learn, but that's not possible for everyone, which is why I have not learned French in the first six years of marriage to my wonderful husband, and that is on me. And I am going to though now with Babbel. And also probably the reason I didn't retain any of the Spanish that I learned in my three years I took of it in uh, high school. So that's what makes Babbel the second best way to learn language. And it helps you learn so quickly that even if you have travel plans this summer and you want to learn the basics of a language and you want to be able to like hold your own while you're there, Babbel is the way to go. And again, it's the important things like ordering food, getting directions, speaking to the different merchants. It's great if you're traveling, especially. For sure. I'm definitely going to get on that and learn French. And if I don't, next time we come here and talk about Babbel, and if I don't know more French than I know right now, you guys can throw tomatoes at me. I allow it. And if you guys want to try out Babbel for yourself, we have a special limited time offer. We have a deal for our listeners that if you want to get started right now, you can get 55% off your Babbel subscription. But again, it's only for our listeners and you have to go to babbel.com slash DWKT. Again, you could get 55% off at babbel.com slash DWKT. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash DWKT. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thank you once again to Babbel for being a wonderful sponsor of this podcast. Gracias. Yeah. I was about to say, salut. And then when you think about like, listen to Ariana Grande's songs. Like they're not about like love and like sweet things. It's like literally dick bicycle. All of her lyrics are about sex. So could you imagine your husband going to work as SpongeBob one day, coming home and being like, babe, I booked Wicked and then starts filming it and then starts fucking Ariana Grande. 
Like, at first, you're like, oh, my God, you're in a musical with Ariana Grande. That's awesome. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait, no, what? You're in a musical with Ariana Grande? And honestly, like, his wife is a beautiful woman. They have a child together. But more than that, like, they have that foundation of so many years together. High school sweethearts, you said? Yeah, like, 10 years. It's a decade of your life. You let your guard down, bitch. Like, you really Mm. do. You're just like, okay, like, first of all, he's not a supermodel standard. Like, he's not conventionally attractive. Fuck you. He's not conventionally attractive. You have to say that. Even in a different way of phrasing it, you could say that usually if your husband is going to play SpongeBob and doesn't even have to be dressed as a sponge, you usually probably aren't going to be that concerned. But even all that stuff aside, because I know people got pissed at us during the uh, Adam Levine thing because he cheated on his gorgeous model wife. And we were just like, what the fuck? Like, but we weren't saying it as like ugly people deserve to get treated on. Like the people took it as that. They were like, nobody deserves to get treated on. Yes, I know. But I feel like in this situation, like certain things are relevant. If your husband is not conventionally attractive, he starts working with Ariana Grande. You think he's safe? You think he is? Dude, okay. I don't mean, bro, listen, I'm telling you right now, this might get cut from the fucking episode, but I'm just going to say it. I used to do this thing, especially when I was younger, where like, I know somebody's going to relate to this. Cut this if you need to. But if like the guy wasn't like, if the guy was supermodel hot, it made me really, really insecure. And so if he like wasn't as hot, I felt like I just did. And so like Lily is probably looking at this man like, wow, he's sweet. He's loving. I find him attractive. Like I don't feel threatened all the time when he goes out. Like, you know, there's a there's a sense of of safety sometimes in guys. That's where I think it comes into play, though, when you're like, okay, personality could add a whole lot. Like there could be someone that's like, I normally wouldn't think that is that cute. But if they have an amazing personality, I kind of forget that. That's happening. I'm like, oh, no, I'm attracted to them for other reasons. But A lot of people would be like, but I don't get it. What, like Ariana Grande could have anyone? Like, well, I think this is where we bring in, though, that Ariana Grande was not born a pop star. She was born a theater nerd. And I can relate. And Jesse is going to speak to that because she also was a theater nerd. It's a thing, guys. It really is. It's this weird. If you're not a theater kid, you wouldn't fucking understand it. It's a breed of human. Well, yes, that, but the ambiance there's no explaining the ambiance of a theater romance i i shit you not first of all i'm not even joking the horniest fuckers you have ever met in your life are the theater kids i'm not joking like, think of mean girls the sexually active band nerds dude okay literally it was like what is wrong with everybody like we all were rabid but that was besides the point then you would be in a spot where you see someone consistently then you have even more of an option that it's like okay i see them consistently and oh my god they're my love interest or oh my god i have so many scenes with them and i have to interact with them on the daily i remember oh my god garrett shout out i literally was so enwrapped in this whirlwind romance with this kid named garrett and the only like connection we had on stage was like we danced like ballroom to like one thing oh my you would think that we were like soulmates made to love each other like just anytime we got like we would be i'm not joking lily making out right up till we got to like leaving the curtain and then we would start doing our little thing. I'm like, what is wrong with us? Like it's a disease, okay? Theater well, romance <laughs> is a disease. And actually we talked about this once before during the um, Sydney Sweeney, um, what's his name? Glenn Powell, Glenn Powell. Where we were talking about how like I had said that I understand when like celebrity, I mean, I don't understand when they're having affairs, but I understand how being on set away from everyone in your life, like 
on location somewhere for months at a time and you're in this bubble, I get how that would cultivate a relationship. That makes sense. And you mm-hmm. brought up, you're like, yeah, it's exactly like theater, blah, blah, <laughs> Because you said that even the people that you didn't have love interest with, you were still seeing every day and you would even still have like some kind of weird sexual tension even if you didn't have parts that were doing it. So I don't know. To me, it sounds like restaurant romances just minus the alcohol when you get off shift and cigarettes. Oh my and God. I've never worked in a restaurant yeah, either. I've heard but that. I've heard that as well. And I think it's the same kind of thing where it's like you exist in this bubble that feels like kind of like it's your thing and no one else really gets it. It's like mm-hmm. inside jokes. It's just part of your daily routine. And I understand how that would get like you would get caught up in that. But maybe not when you're married and have a newborn child. You know, does it does it um perplex either of you that she would come on to set in a major role and we would expect her to be a professional after what 15 years in the game and she would start dating a co-worker like on set having PDA also they're married and cause a PR storm for herself her team and the production itself like to me, I'm like, I'm sorry, are you dumb? I, Because I I would never. Like, there's no there's no sponge bright enough that I would sacrifice at all, you know? How do you guys feel about that? Like, would you come on set with your dream role and just say, I'm going to blow this and shit no, up and that's today? The thing is, I had I don't know if this was on camera or not when, uh, Jesse, maybe you, you and I were talking about it before, that Ariana Grande has been like, obs- her dream to be in Wicked is longstanding. Like, this is not just like a, she didn't just happen to get cast in this. Like, she literally has said that she would have done anything. She's like, I would have waited outside the door just to get them to like, look at me. Wicked, is that different though? That's very different. Oh, that's very different. Yeah, that's very different. I'd do anything. Alphaba. I don't want to talk about it because I'm going to cry and like, I, 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 yeah. I would do anything. I would do anything. I would stand outside the, producer studio with coffees every morning like this waiting for them to acknowledge me no but for real you and would begging them to sing define gravity for them where do you want to play it do you, where would you want to be here on stage any, or in a movie any 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 like she was obsessed with one musical Didn't theater she used to sing a uh, lot of the songs from wicked with uh, good old colleen ballinger who she used to be very good friends with honestly we're not even going to dive into that but they were like close growing up because they did a musical together at some point they haven't been publicly associated in a long time i know what you mean by like of course i wouldn't like if i could choose i wouldn't do that i wouldn't go on to set and like blow up my life but it's more than that like where it's just like on a fuck the like musical level fuck everything like how can you know this person and like hold their child and be like a literal life ruiner? Like how can you, because yes, he is hugely at fault. He spent those 10 years with that woman and he betrayed her, of course. But like you also did as well. And you played a major part because let's be fucking honest. Like if you had not approached him, he would not have had an affair more than likely. He had an affair because you're fucking Ariana Grande. That's the crazy part is that like Ariana Grande could literally go up to like 99% of men and be like, Hey. Oh, and she has. Well, that, and also, I can't imagine what his wife's going through thinking the thought of like, oh, okay, so did you not cheat on me for the last decade because you didn't have the opportunity to with someone that you deemed like maybe better ding, than ding, me ding. or whatever the fuck the case may be? Like, that kind of betrayal is so mind fucking that I could I almost kind of so feel angry. bad for, I don't really, but like, I almost kind of feel bad for him. Uh, no. I, I don't, I don't actually, but like put yourself in SpongeBob's position. Yes, he, he like couldn't pass up the opportunity. And no, but truly like if you were in this situation where you never had anyone like Ariana Grande ever even like look at you and then you, it was just like in your lap, like, 
Oh my god, I know what you mean, but fuck. Them I all. don't think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, at screw all. him. I hope that doesn't get misconstrued. But you know, like fuck. No, you're trying. You're you're trying to walk in his big black yeah, like, boots. Yeah, like I like. <laughs> Enough SpongeBob references. <laughs> it shows that he's an asshole that he couldn't like fight that urge and be like, no, I married to my high school sweetheart who I love and yeah. have a child. But like, I don't think most women probably could have approached him and been like, hey, want to leave your wife? And he would have said yes. But Ariana Grande did it and he said yes. Also, okay, have you guys read these new articles come out where it seems like Lily J and Ethan Slater are both kind of whispering to the press? I've seen a lot of quotes I know she from is. Her. I didn't know that he yeah. was. Yeah, so there was an article that came out I just read. I think it was like last night. Um, it was either on TMZ or Page Six or, you know, maybe both because they kind of... Just the most know, reputable ones. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the best, right? But they were basically talking about allegedly how, you know, Lily J is making comments, but they're saying like, well, Ethan desperately wants to co-parent with Lily and she just isn't having it. It's like, bitch, if you left me abruptly out of nowhere, like it is fair for me to be unclear on whether I want you 10 feet near also, our child. Also, they have like, even really discussed that yet? Hasn't it been like two weeks? Oh, you discussed that Immediately, immediately. Are they even speaking though? Well, you have to. There's no, you can't like, there's no just being like, well, I don't want to, like you have a kid. There's like, you have to, unless there's abuse involved. Cause like if, if she literally like cut him off and was like literally not speaking, not answering then calls, not anything, like he could literally call the police. Yeah, like he could be like, where the fuck is my kid? I don't even know where my kid is. <sighs> it's hard because I totally understand where she's coming from because I would be furious. Like I would be absolutely oh, yeah. fuming. But you don't want to take your But at the same away. time, if there was not, if there was not abuse involved, you gotta separate him from what he did because he's still like his father. As shitty mm, as he is. Jesse, you are so much better than me, girl. <laughs> no, because you, I mean, I know like my kids, like for instance, if my husband did this, they would absolutely suffer. Like if I told them, I mean, their kid is a year old. I don't think they know they're here on this earth yet. But like, you know, when they do start knowing and recognizing everything, like they suffer when they're not allowed to be with both parents, especially when they're allowed, like when they're used to that. So that's why I say that. But like, unless there was abuse involved, I think that that's wrong. And I understand why he's upset about that I don't think it's right well and it makes me even think like Kim Kardashian yeah not doesn't have the best attributes of all people always at all times I would say but I did respect how she like with the Kanye situation with when he was like going in his anti-semitic rants and stuff that she was doing at least allegedly what she has claimed is that she was doing as much as she could to keep her kids away from that and she never was negatively speaking about him she's like no I have to like in the car they're like we want to listen to daddy's music she has to like turn on his music and be happy about it even though he's literally like on fucking mm. Tucker Carlson saying God knows what. So I agree with that that it's like if he's not doing anything like if he didn't abuse the kids like there's no reason that he should be like revoked fatherhood. He should be revoked marriage and any respect from her I think. However he has some fucking audacity allegedly commenting on this publicly because it's like sir oh yeah you could not like this but how about you just sit down for this one and just like, take the not. heat. Take yeah. the heat for what you did. You Literally. don't get to talk. Like yeah. if you Wait, if so what did, is what your did he prize, say? Huh? Well, like if sources or like things are coming out where he's being Allegedly. like, yeah, it's him. <laughs> it's like who else is that going to be? Like they're no, but aunts? what was it about that she was? 
it was about co-parenting? Yeah. So basically they're saying that like from these alleged sources, they're saying that Ethan's like desperate and wants to like keep up with her daily to talk to the child. And it's like, well, it's almost as though if Lily doesn't respond, they're like, oh, wow, she's being uncooperative. She doesn't want to let Ethan see the child. Bro, if I'm Lily and Ethan's calling, I'd be like, bitch, I don't want to talk to you and the baby can't talk. So why are you calling my phone? Because that's (laughs) why I said, Jesse, you're a lot better than me. But the baby really can't talk. It's true. It's like, I guess you could look at it. I know. That does make it much more complicated. But that's why I was saying, I wonder what the situation is. Because like, for example, I know like Ariana is based in LA, but she's in New York filming. Where is the wife and kid? I think they're in London filming. I could be wrong. Oh, they're in London. I believe. Oh, so. actually, you're you're right. You're right. Right. So even more so, like they're probably not in London. So it's not like he's seeing the baby right now, anyway. I don't know why, but them being so far away, like it makes it worse for some reason. Like it just really does. I like because it I plays into the it. whole idea of like the, what we're saying with like restaurants, summer camp, theater stuff. Yeah. Like they're in this bubble, and you are trusting them to go off and like do their job far away mm-hmm. and be like bringing home the money for their family and following their dreams. And then you find out that they're fucking Ariana Grande. No, thank you. It's so sad too, because when you're in that situation, like I know his thought process for sure. I could just jump in his head and and realize it. But it's like everybody has thoughts in a long-term relationship. Like if you see someone attractive, you're going to think they're attractive. You're not like blind. I hate when people are like, I don't know what's I don't see it. Like, no, you understand. But the grass is always greener mentality is always going to fucking get you. Like when you just Mm. allow that little bit to be like oh you know what that actually might be it your life is fucking over my dude because everybody this is i stand by this every human being on this earth is painfully annoying in some way has their fucking downsides i wouldn't want to live with 99.999 percent of people what do you think ariana grande is going to give to you that the person who has stuck by your side for 10 years hasn't already given to you i mean also she could be and uh, this is just you know both conspiracy land she could just be love bombing him right now and for somebody like him it feels so good and also look i'm gonna say this right now like love bombing that's toxic but it's like what am i i'm not gonna let you love me right now like i'm so susceptible to that kind of shit okay and when it's fucking ariana grande that's what i'm saying i'm like it could have been anyone and he probably could have been like you know i can't i'm married i'm married it's ariana grande love bombing you and just like throwing like i don't know if this is the case but if she's throwing herself at him it's not justified it's not okay but i understand i guess like it, it makes sense. Well, and also, which one of you, I think, uh, Bose, I feel like you told me that none of her relationships last longer than two years. No, they don't. And that's what I say about she goes in and like, I bet you Ariana doesn't even think that she's love bombing. She's just falling heavily into the love because love feels good and it's exciting, but it's not real love. It's her idealized version of love. There's a lot of people that, you know, maybe they're, they didn't see a, a great picture of love when they were growing up and they have this idealized version that comes from TV and movies. And so rather than creating a secure attachment in a relationship, they create a fantasy attachment. And the fantasy cannot last. The fantasy eventually comes undone. And it comes undone whenever she stops trying, whenever she stops love bombing, whenever she stops idealizing the person that she's after, sees them as flawless, perfect, wonderful, they can do no wrong. And then she feels like she can love them fully. But then you kind of realize 
he's just a sponge. I'm sorry, but like, like literally, like, people, particularly women, but this can happen to men too. We love to idealize partners because it takes out some of the responsibility in the relationship. And then when we stop putting in that effort, we start to realize like their flaws and we're like, wait a minute, what is this? And I, I, I think that's what happens to Ariana a lot. And then when you think about the fact that like how everyone immediately sees this pairing and they're like, wait, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. That probably is, could be more reassurance for her because she's like, no, this is new. This is like nothing I've been a part of before. This is like, this is real. Mm -hmm. Well, people kind of did that to her with Pete Davidson too, even though there's many people who find Pete Davidson extremely attractive. I was going to say, no, but there's a lot of people who don't. Just the start of a lot of people that uh, Kim Kardashian. I would let Pete Davidson ruin my life. I just need to know what's in the fucking sauce. I need to know what's in the sauce. I just need to know. I've heard a legend what's in the sauce. I think uh, Kim <laughs> talked about it on her show a little bit. I don't know, but I heard something. Like, I just feel like that two year, like the first two years of relationship almost like fly by. Like, it's mm-hmm. this new thing. You're still getting to know someone. And then it's really just this like lull of familiarity with someone, which is not a bad thing. I actually, I really love that part of my partnership. Like, I love that I'm so comfortable and like familiar with this person. Makes me feel like really yeah. safe in life. But like some people find that really boring. They're like, well, what the fuck? Like, we're just going to do the same thing every day. Like me and my husband love watching the same shows and doing the same things and liking doing the like our little routine. Like that's how we like to live our life. But some people can't live like that. And I feel like Ariana, maybe it's her personality. Maybe it's her lifestyle that don't. Like, I was going to say, well, that. I mean, when you think about Ariana Grande's lifestyle, like she doesn't live a normal life. So yeah. her day to day changes so much that even this, it's like once Wicket's over. I mean, like, there's a break right now because of the strike, but, like, it comes back. Just say that they are really in love right now, and they continue this, and it goes through the end of the show, and then she goes on, I don't know if she does, does she do tours? Has she done one since yeah mm. manchester she i think she did since manchester she, i think she's she, done concerts. i think she, she did like some fundraisers for manchester i know that oh like, right, like, right i think yeah. she'll have to get back to her music and unless she books another musical which like she could but probably not because that's i don't think her main career goal and it just seems like then what he's not gonna just give up all of his dreams and just follow you around i mean maybe he will but like i don't know it just seems like there's no foresight going on yeah it's what is she looking for i don't think she even knows i think she's just chasing excitement she might be a person that like there's a lot of people that grew up in really rough homes or having rough lifestyles and they get on this pattern of highs lows highs lows highs lows and your body can literally get addicted to that cortisol like it's true you constantly put yourself in situations of high low high high, low, high, low. And I think that's why we keep seeing those dips where Ariana leaves the relationship because it's just what her brain and body kind of like seeks. But it's kind of like what Jesse was saying about that stability. If you're a person that was born into high, low, high, low, you have to work on having consistent energy and like having stability. Like Jesse, how long have you been married or how long have you been Six with your years. person? Do you find that maybe like every year, every two years, you actually uncover this deeper level of like safety and familiarity with your partner that almost renews it in a little oh, way. Oh, for sure. Well, and even with Jesse's, it's crazy. Like, cause yours di- was very whirlwind romance. Yeah, like, it was. They met and it was just like suddenly, cause she was like about to move to Miami the day before. You know, in the beginning of my relationship, it was very, I was pregnant, I think within two months, married within six months. And I didn't really know my husband for a few years. Like I had my son before I even really knew who he was. But that being said, like there's been so many moments of like conscious effort 
to learn this mm. person, to continue this love, to understand what we both want and need in life and how we want to grow together. Like that took a lot of time and effort. That you didn't have a moment of like boredom or like one moment of hesitation and then go, oh, never mind. I have to find something else to like then match what you had in the beginning. Well, especially. anytime that I had that perceived boredom or if I had those like human thoughts, because it's not like you're like a guilty person if you've had thoughts no, 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 like, no. what if I would have ended up with this person? Or what if I chose this? Or what if this would have happened? Like, no, you're human legitimate being, thoughts you have thoughts. Would have. But that being said, it's like, never did I ever take any of that. And especially the boredom thing, because I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up and like fall face mm -hmm. first into like, another option like it was always just like I need to find my partner again I need to we need to figure out how to navigate yes. this and it always turned into something way more like substantial and it was way more meaningful than it ever was before that moment but you have to do it constantly like it's like this constant choosing which like you would think Ethan and his wife had done up to that point if they've been together 10 <sighs> oh. years and you know what? Honestly, Jesse, that might be part of the reason why Ariana was attracted to him because he made it through two year, 10 years in a relationship, which is something that she had never done before. Dude, also, like, I, I'm going to cry while you're talking about that because I just love love so much. I and do it's just, too. I just, it's so cute. <laughs> well, it just, it, it ends up giving you such, I mean, from an onlooker perspective. <laughs> <laughs> It makes it seem though, like it makes it so much more worth it and so much stronger when you do overcome those like momentary lulls because you are choosing to be with that person and you're not just getting caught up in the feelings that you felt in the beginning and then mm -hmm. moving on. Well, and all I know is that like I look back or like I'll look at my life right now and I'm like, holy fuck, like hell yeah, like we're doing it. Like I just like really appreciate the fact that we've both made a conscious effort to make it to this point. And it just, it's fucking awesome. Like if you can do it and there's no abuse or like horrible relationship like dynamic or anything like I'm not saying like push through like a horrible fucking situation but like if it's all right and you guys like had that love initially and that spark because that spark you don't have a spark up your ass every day like wanting to like go and make out with your partner and a fucking I don't know you know like you don't have that all the time yeah. so it's it's sweet because I think so many people we were talking about like the whole the grass is always greener but it's like, maybe the grass is greener on your own side if you just stuck it out and saw what it could become rather than just like discounting Everyone it is annoying. Everyone's gross. Everyone takes diarrheas. Like you have to like understand all of these things. It's like, there's not a fucking person on earth that is not gonna be a little bit of this or that or the other. It's just gonna be a little bit different per person. So choose the person that chooses you and that loves you through shit and that you guys can fucking vibe together through life because otherwise the next person, you're gonna love them and it's gonna be amazing and you're gonna be like, have this crazy spark. And then in two months, you're gonna be like, oh my God, this is really gross about them or they're really annoying when they do X, Y, Z. And then you probably end up missing the boy boring things that you didn't like about the other person. It's not boring. It's reliable. And that exactly. is valuable in life. Yeah. Like literally, yes, you're going to miss knowing that you have that woman that you were with for 10 years, that you knew everything about her. You knew exactly what to expect on a hard day when you don't want to pretend to be something, which he absolutely has to do in front of Ariana, allegedly. But like you have to like keep up and have your game and like you have to be on for someone. Like you don't have to do that with your person. Like you don't, you don't have to play those stupid fucking games. And that's valuable. I think it takes so like a strong level of maturity to stick through the boring times and find ways to reconnect with your partner and find ways to make it exciting again. And like I said, there's those new layers of love that get introduced that a lot of people, they never even had before. Like, bro, honestly, big fucking red flag to me when people start dating within the first year and they're like, my partner feels like home to me. Like for some people, that's true. But a lot of times when we run into people that feel familiar, they can be good familiar or they can be bad familiar. They can be 
almost remind you of like a narcissistic ex from your past. And for some reason that still feels like home to you, but you don't realize that it's the bad familiar, right? For someone to really feel like home to you, it takes time and effort for you to feel safe with them at all times. And like, I don't know if people always feel safe during the whirlwind period, you know? Like, and obviously there's some exceptions to that. Like some people start off whirlwind and then they're 10 or 15 years into it. Like, yes, and that's, go Jesse's a good example. But then when you look at someone like Ariana Grande, which I mean, we are obviously dissecting her relationships a lot without knowing anyone that's been in them. But um, if she's never been in a relationship past two years and that is when she switches and then jumps into something that isn't like, a casual, fun little thing. It's like always jumping into something that seems very serious right off the bat. But always with men who were in serious things before. That Almost part like she is finds that crazy. Like possibility very attractive, yeah. but then she tries to execute it herself and it just doesn't quite work out. My thing is always, and I've, I've had this conversation with my husband. I am flat out. I'm like, listen, cool. If you meet like a cashier in Publix that you just cannot resist for the life of you and you just have to have sex with her, do me a favor and leave me. Like, the fact that he didn't just fucking That's leave her. How could you not leave her? Just tell her, like, even if it's the day before, like Pete Davidson, do it. Like, you're an asshole and you're fucking horrible. We're probably still not going to like you very much. But at least you would have had some semblance of, like, I don't know, morality, ethics. Like, leave your wife. It's interesting yeah. that you guys said that it was cast members, like, saw they were, like, PDA on yeah. set and stuff. They said like, they didn't try to hide it, that they were super messy. That's so crazy to me. Like, it just really makes me wonder how much of it was, once again, most conspiracy land. That is, like, Ariana, who needs that validation, being like, how much are you willing to sacrifice for me? And have you guys noticed how every single Ariana relationship in the press, it comes off as the one. Dalton Gomez, it was well, the one. Pete they're, Davidson, they're never he was casual the one. relationships that she starts up right after. It's like very serious, head over heels, I'm going to marry this man. Matching tattoos. She has matching tattoos with Pete Davidson and uh, Dalton. I don't know. I, I mean, I would say let's see how this turns out. I feel like I know how it's going to turn out. No, but I actually am curious. Like, do you think it'll last like through the end of Wicked? I would say yes, of course, because they're still in that environment. Environment, but do I actually believe that their relationship, whatever you want to call this, has enough substance to it at the moment to withstand all of this like backlash that's happening right now? I don't know. Because See, this and is that's like a actually lot. why I'm not as I'm like curious if it would have been her pushing him to go like public. I mean, I guess I don't yeah. know if either of them were pushing to go public, but that like to leave his wife over it that I can as see. a validation public, thing, I don't see just because it is not good for her at all no 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 I don't even know how she's gonna recover from this I dude I I told y'all I I keep trying to give you it's it in my opinion because I know I'm going pretty hard with it I believe Ariana's a pick me girl and I think that a lot of this is a demonstration of I've won like, I need to win over certain people. Like, push you to the divorce, I've won. Make you hold hands with me on public when you know Do you she think she would do that, that, though? I've won. Like, even if it makes her look bad publicly? It's very trauma-based. It's very, very trauma-based, and it just feels good, and you, she's got to have it. When, when, you're, when you're acting on, like, a, a trauma pattern, you are not thinking rationally So she's not, all. like, prioritizing them. She's just, like, doing them no, both no, no. at the same time, yeah. and it just happens to... Yeah. Is it a lot of like a lack of uh, impulse control? Like it's just like she feels that impulse to do this, this and that and then she doesn't even think of the repercussion? Personally, what I think it is is that there, there's so much flooding of cortisol. It feels good. It feels so exciting. The person genuinely believes this must be right. They really genuinely fully believe it. They don't see any of their actions as 
homewrecking, manipulative, bad. They think like, this is real, this is true. And they just follow it to the ends, no matter what. But in the past, she's always been able to get away with it. Cause again, aside from Naya Rivera, I don't think any of the other girls have been like high profile people. Cause like I, for example, had no idea that that was like a common pattern of behavior. Yeah, it's actually kind of sad that you just, you pointed that out. And I'm just realizing right now, I'm like, damn, like I think most people probably wrote it off. Like when those women did come out and even like mildly talk about how it was really devastating to them that their partner left them for Ariana Grande like I'm sure they were like attacked probably like written off as jealous of Ariana like her fans probably got on their ass like I could totally see that and it took a woman's life who's like it's like objectively wrong because she's been with him for a decade and has their child and like Ariana was liking those pictures it took something as big as that for people to be like oh maybe don't like that's weird, because, like, she has been doing this for so long. Dude, you know, I have a question. If you guys were Lily J in this situation, would you be going to the press, or would you be pretty quiet Oh, I'd about be mortified. This? I'd be, not because of anything I did, but I just would absolutely not want to bring more attention to it. God, no. The rage that you feel with that level of betrayal is kind of unpredictable for me. Like, it could go either way. I could just, like, go hide in a dungeon and just, like, hate you for the rest of my life, or I could let the rage guide me to page six and tell people that you're an asshole and then I'm blindsided because I could see her seeing like headlines and stuff getting it wrong or like not understanding timelines and that pissing her off so bad that she's like no fuck that that's not how that happened and like I deserve to say it like I'm the one who got hurt you know so I don't fault her him commenting about it allegedly is wild to me that I don't I don't understand at all oh and I don't fault her for saying anything for sure I I just more just personally I would be wouldn't want to say yeah, anything. I get it's that. just different for everyone if I were her I would be dragging Ariana and Ethan through the press, hands and fucking knees. I absolutely would. No mercy for the wicked, okay? Like, I think also I probably would react differently if they were like going out right now and had like PDA, if they were like out holding hands in London and like going out to dinners. It wouldn't make any of it any different because I'm sure they're probably doing that already. But if it was like, wow, they're rubbing it in my fucking face, like mm -hmm. then I would probably lose my shit. Lily, I think that's the next step. I think that's the next step from her well, PR team. Well, that's what I'm curious. In like two to six months, uh, you know, it's like they've got to sit down and be with Ariana like, do you do you, do you, really want to fucking do this? Okay, let's spin up a story. They have to minimize it for a while while everything's hot and then they have to make it seem real. You know, get the paparazzi photos, you know, them holding hand in hand, them looking happy and being like, well, you know, it was meant to be. And then in a year or two, it's, well, they've separated due to differences, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's a good dad. He's still taking care of his son ariana oh she's gonna go do this now new album Their lifestyles didn't match up yep exactly yeah no i think they'll because like you said it's the only way she'll get out of this in like kind of a positive light is if they do kind of like stick to the plan and like okay we're together now so now it's gonna be her pr team's responsibility to legitimize this relationship which is already like what what is this and then that's gonna piss everyone off more probably honestly two days later Look, guys, this is my most toxic thing ever, okay? I really wish that I could be a fly on the wall the moment that Ariana gets her first ick. There's no way that has not happened already. Those SpongeBob clips circulating? But I don't know. That's why I brought up. I was like, but she's a theater nerd, and I think he's a theater nerd. Maybe she, she hasn't gotten the ick yet. I don't know. I have. And I don't know him. I don't know how she's going to get out of this one. And I feel like if it wasn't such a 
chronic problem, we wouldn't be talking about it in the fashion that we're talking about it. I want to make that note, like for anybody that doesn't, I mean, we've said, you know, throughout this, like her pattern or whatever. But like some people from the surface might look at it and be like, yo, what the fuck? Why do people care? Maybe she found the love of her life. You just see that all the time. Like maybe people married someone and that's not the person they're supposed to be with. Whatever people rationalize this with. Honestly, that was kind of me last episode right? where I was like, I, do we really care? Like, why are we talking about this? Yes. Why is that big of a deal? But I didn't know uh, some of the more minute aspects of it. But yeah, let's see where she goes with, um, oh my God, I need to stop with the SpongeBob's like references in my head. Ethan, <laughs> Ethan Slater. That's his name. I know, we have to cut out. We've literally been referencing Spongebob every sentence. But anyway, I think that's it, right? Is that where we're at today, present day? Yeah, I was like, well, I think we've been talking for almost an hour and a half about um, <laughs> per usual. Uh, two people's relationship that we don't really know Do we know, know them? No. About. So, you know. <laughs> no, no, we don't. I'm dying that this is why you have come on the show. Do you want to make a comment about Zav Girl while you're here? No. Uh, re- <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck. I, right? <laughs> no, but because P.S., we we got a lot of comments um when we covered her, and it was like, I like watching bows. And I was like, oh, I know her. They're going to be quite surprised to see you talking about this. It was mind-blowing. I Wait, also, if I can just, like, tag onto that really quick, uh, I have a lot of thoughts lately about the content farms that are going on with true crime on YouTube in general. I have met people recently that have meme accounts on Instagram that are randomly starting true crime channels because they think that it makes money. You know, if anyone's a big true crime person, I have been passionately, like, looking at cases since I was, like, I don't know, 12 years old or something. And I pick stuff that I'm passionate about. And on top of that, I've like spoken to victims' families. I've spoken to killers before. I've done interviews with people. Like I have so many perspectives. You've also worked in like criminology and stuff too, haven't you? Haven't you gotten like random side jobs to just like learn more? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've done, I mean like I've done like a lot of TV stuff. I was a local crime reporter for Citizen like in Los Angeles for many, for a long time. Like yeah, I've been pretty boots on the ground with stuff and it definitely upsets me just the way some of it's handled. And I mean like, don't get me wrong. Like I haven't been perfect over, you know, time too, but I think it's really important to assess what you're doing with sensitive topics without like, you know, feedback from the audience. Like you should be able to look at your own footprint and say like, huh, do I want to do this again? Okay, no, I'm going to pivot over here without people screaming at you. Like, how dare you sell autopsy photos of a child? You know, she didn't sell them. She put them on her Patreon. I'm like, that's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Oh, wait, does this mean I get to plug myself, Lily? Yes. yes. Plug yourself. Plug away. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Well, look, hey, I, I just want to let you guys know ahead of time. I say it all. I just kind of blurt a lot of things out. But if you like that kind of stuff, you can watch me on my channel. I haven't posted on my channel for a few weeks, but Lily is my friend and it's been awesome talking to Jesse. So I've popped in here. But on my channel, I'm launching some new shows primarily around uh, female killers because we all know the men killers they're just violent and dumb and it's always for the craziest shit but like women usually have like longer motives they Weird, can be very like seated issues that have yeah and it's it. it's yeah. really interesting so I'm launching a big series where it really focuses on that and if you're interested you can come hang out at Bose versus the world on YouTube honestly I have to say you guys I like Bose I don't even I was trying to tell even Jesse it was like so Bose and I first met um back when we worked at no. Like, do we, do we say it? Defy. Um, the company that owned Clever and, um, cause were you with Smosh in general or just Smosh Games? Uh, just in Smosh. Not just, just Smosh. Games. One, you know? She was part of Smosh. And, um, so we would like pass each other in the hallway and we were like friendly, but we weren't really friends 
I feel like in the office and yeah. then you left and then I don't even remember what provoked it again but we would like start tweeting then she deleted her Twitter then our Relatable. tweet conversations turned to like late night text to me being like Lily did yeah. you hear about this I don't even know when we got each other's numbers I don't either but it's hilarious because I feel like our friendship has just like over the last like year or two has evolved from being like hi nice to see you to being like Lily I can't believe you don't know what's going on with Ethan Slater and I'm like <laughs> It's been authentic and I enjoy that very well, much. Well, and I was going to say, on top of that, not to diss any of my other friend content creators, but like I don't usually watch a lot. Of, like it always feels kind of awkward sometimes to watch your friend's content. Do, do you, would you agree? Get that. Yeah, sometimes? no, I get that. And I feel like I started getting recommended Bose's content one day and I remember texting her being like, wait, so I just watched a few of your videos and they're like really good. <laughs> like, I, re- I really like them a lot. So I could not uh, highly recommend them more. I think you cover everything from like just a very, like you said, a very self-aware, like you're not just like saying things. Like there's a lot I'm of- I'm obsessed with what I do. Education, research, and self-awareness behind them. And I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Everyone watching Thanks, is guys. like, yeah, we know who she yeah, is. I know. They're like, can, we didn't know who know. you were, bitch. <laughs> that was so fun. She should that come on more fun. often. I really like, it really felt like we were just FaceTiming with a friend. And I knew she knew some things I didn't know too, which was helpful. And I just felt like I was talking to a friend who knew a lot about the Ariana Grande situation. And she's, isn't she, she's so smart. She is. Well, I love, see, that's my vibe. Like, it's like, yeah, let's fucking talk shit. And then let's like get really deep into it of what the fuck is actually happening here and how a human being gets to this place. Like, I really enjoy that because it doesn't feel like so icky you know like sometimes like people will talk shit to you and you're like oh this feels like really malicious and gross and I it feels icky I don't like it like this makes it feel better <laughs> it comes from more of a place of like wanting to understand rather than just trying to gossip to gossip that's what we usually do on this channel and she fit right in here like a glove she just uh I knew she you know? would I'm so glad that was again a kind of a random thing for her to come in on but I'm thrilled that it happened and I feel like now she'll just be our Ariana Grande correspondent and then maybe we can have her on for true crime stuff too and then otherwise in terms of topics that's pretty much it there was one that we were gonna go into but now we kind of just went too long on the Ariana thing but I think we can skirt around this like this isn't a video on Colleen (laughs) damn it (laughs) the toxic gossip train has come back into the station all aboard it's so funny because like our last video was a series of unfortunate events we will not get into it because people just it's really I'm not even gonna acknowledge it it wasn't late what are you talking about it was so bad like technically so many nightmares and we missed an episode but you know we're not gonna acknowledge that either oh that's right we didn't you know well life but in the midst of our like just suffering through that unfortunate editing of that video Lily was like she just texted me she's like hee hee I put a train whistle over where we're saying all aboard. I'm like, girl, I'm, I'm literally about to jump off a cliff. But you know what? Period. It was funny. Shut the fuck up. Did you watch it? And you were you know, it was. It was good. It was good. It was good. I liked it. It was like, I could not. And then I just like, anytime that you'll quote it or something, I'm like, I, I literally can't help myself. I'm like, well, now I have to put in a line from it. Because the whole thing, like anytime I hear it, it's just immediately back in my head. No, but um, this isn't that. This, we're not talking about Colleen. This isn't even, we're not even going to get into it. We're just going to do a very brief update because holy fuck. I would even argue this isn't part of the toxic gossip train at all because this is confirmation that Trisha has now put out publicly that you guys if you're if you forgot somehow Colleen got caught basically by Adam McIntyre and Johnny who we interviewed on our show a few weeks ago she got exposed for I would say back in the day but it wasn't even that long ago but over the course of a few years sending Trisha Paytas's nudes to Adam 
and Johnny. Johnny was not a minor at the time, but he was still like 20. Adam was 15, 16, I believe when this started. And it became like an inside joke that he would just get screenshots of Trisha's porn that she had either like, it was before her OnlyFans even, so it was like from her Patreon or from her like Trishyland website. And then it got so far as even to be like, there are videos to prove that Colleen had these watch parties with her friends where they would watch. This was, I think, when she got the OnlyFans. And she would be like, I subscribed and then send them videos of her and her friends watching Trisha's porn and like laughing about it. Like they're literally having watch parties to make fun of her. Then we found out in Trisha's video that she had asked Colleen, like point blank, did you do this? And Colleen denied it and said, no, I never did that. Adam, the underage fan, she, I don't know if she said by name, but she's like, no, this fan, he used to send it to me. I never sent anything to him, blah, blah, Well, <laughs> apparently after that video came out, we now have word that Trisha got a text from Colleen where Colleen not only admitted to it happening, but then full on said, like she admitted it. And then she said, I'm a coward for not telling you. She sent them. She sent me an apology on that Saturday after I made the video. I made the video July 3rd and then she sent me an apology on like Saturday, July like 8th or 9th. And she's like, yeah, I was a coward. I lied to you. Like I should have just told you the truth when you asked me about the photos. Like I was a coward and that was it. So she like apologized for it. So she's like, she definitely sent them to that guy. And this was after Trisha's video came out. Yes. Which is insane to me. I'm like, after your ukulele video, after Trisha's video, you like, why are you texting Trisha? What an hour. But you have to understand, like, so she, she had, this is all alleged. We haven't seen the text messages. We have to say before this, like we did have proof and confirmation from Johnny. He was an adult at the time that she was sending those pictures to him. But Adam was the quote unquote alleged one because he doesn't have like or he hasn't put out those screenshots of text messages from Colleen. However, this is alleged confirmation from Trisha Paytas saying Colleen admitted on text to a literal, this is a crime. She could, she could serve jail time. It's crazy to me that she would apologize to Trisha over it and like say, I was a coward. I can't like, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. When it's literally an illegal act that you're admitting to, to someone that has just said publicly, like in a video that, millions of people have seen now, denounced you and said she wants nothing to do with you. And you've been exposed for like shit talking her for years. Why in the hell? Like, and I'm, I'm glad she did, but like, why would she admit to something that is, it's straight up illegal? What does she think she's gonna like revive this friendship with Trisha? Cause call me crazy, don't think that's gonna happen. Why would you do that? I think the legality of it is a whole different story. I don't even think that she, I don't even think she thinks that she can go to jail for any of this. I don't think she does either. That's the, like, that's the crazy part. I'm like, do you not realize how damning that is? Yeah, but also on a completely other different level, it's like, how does it take so much shit for you to actually come out and say the truth. Like I know the truth is horrid and embarrassing and completely like horrifying to admit to in her case. Like admitting that you did something like that to someone is actually horrifying. But why does it take so much for you to get to that point? Like literally her whole career had to crumble for her to be like, okay, I'm a coward. I'm sorry, I, I did well, it. Like even more than that, like I just don't get the point. Like again, like it's not like Trisha's gonna be like, oh my God, 
you're forgiven. Honestly, I would like to think that this is sending her into some serious soul searching, like losing I everything I fucking that hope lost. so. Yeah, same. But like, I think that that may be, because yeah, you're right. She's not, Trisha's not gonna be like, oh, well, okay, great, period. It's, like, I'm curious what led her to that decision of like, you're gonna try and repair things with Trisha? That's your goal here right now? That's where you're at? Well, you know what? Also, I don't know because there is a lot of history of her allegedly telling people basically that she thinks Trisha is so dumb and like stupid and annoying. That's like the kind That's of character the thing. that I'm she like, would th create. You're never gonna get back in her good graces. Why would she do this? Well, maybe she thinks like Trisha's dumb enough to like get back on her side and like help her out with her image. Oh God. That's well. what I'm saying. Like getting it. I don't know that, but she always painted Trisha out to be that kind of person. Adam had made comments about how she would always talk about how she needed Trisha on her good side because if not, it was bad. And maybe that's just her trying to get Trisha back on her good side. Just, I don't know how she thought it would work, but maybe it's like a last ditch effort. Well, and I, we aren't even gonna go super into detail on this because I haven't had a chance to finish watching Trisha's video. But I know that Adam said that him and Trisha had like an offline conversation and that's where he found out this information. But Trisha has a whole video up now where it's like, I kind of thought that her video on it before was the last she was really gonna speak about it. And she has made some like kind of more lighthearted jabs here and there, just in passing. But she has a whole video now where she's reacting to the article because- podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cause she just started a new podcast, yes. Mm -hmm. But it's basically her going through the whole article, which I mean, it does make sense. When I brought up, I thought that that was the most egregious part of what was wrong with the article is that they didn't name her and they called her just a sex worker. This entire situation got so much crazier than I ever thought that it could. I know it feels like a fever dream, but yeah, that was the quick little update that basically Trisha said that it was confirmed that she used to send nudes to minors of Trisha. I'm so confused at like what state of mind Colleen is in that on her list of priorities, it was like, Apologize to Trisha Paytas for not everything she did, but just to admit that, like, I don't no, know. No, I, I honestly think she's in fight or flight and she's fighting for her life right now. Like, I just think she's going through it and arguably as she should. So I don't know. But anyway, that is, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we've got for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Something fun, a little different, a little spicy. Trying to, trying to, you know, spice it up like a long-term relationship. We're at our one year mark, okay? We have to just really... Really keep up before you guys leave us for Ariana Grande. We can't, we can't get comfortable in the lulls. No, we can't. Um, anyway, guys, if you made it to the end, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And um, yeah, that's it. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.